Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And we are here in, uh, well, kind of overcast Singapore this time. I haven't seen the outside in months. I have no idea, Bill, if you say so. Still under circuit breaker. Still under lockdown. Forever and ever and ever. Man, that's old news. But hey, there's there's all kinds of new news. Well, at least we're not black and living in America. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Uh, Just the U.S., as we record this, of course, is blowing up, burning. Um, violence uh, between protesters and among protesters and cops, all triggered as it usually is in these situations by the police killing someone, murdering, mm-hmm. potentially in this case. There are charges against the officer who for had degree his, murder. Yep, and manslaughter, mm-hmm. just for good measure, uh, against uh, the officer who spent, what, close to 10 minutes with his knee on George Floyd's neck? Yeah, did you see the video? I have did seen watch a portion it? of the video. And, like it's uh, so sad. It's so sad because if he was if yeah. he was going to detain him, then he really there was no need for his knee. And if he was going right. to kill him, there's much easier ways to do that. So like it was just gross incompetence, no matter how you look at it. <laughs> wow. Well, he should have just gotten busy. Yeah, with it. I mean, it's you just know the part that really pissed me off from the section I have seen is he's saying I've seen the segment where he says I can't breathe, and then mm-hmm. he starts calling for his mother, and uh, some cop I don't think it's the one with his knee on his neck, but I'd want to watch it again is saying You gonna get in the car? You gonna get in the car? How he's like, is I'll he get in the get car? I'll get in, in the, the car. car, and they fucking has the knee still on his neck. They're like yeah, making yeah. fun of him as he's dying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. That's that's freedom right there. That's amazing. <laughs> it's yes, uh, it's unbelievable. Indeed. And then, of course, the, the 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 initial reaction of Donald Trump saying that, well, with regards to uh, the the riots that ensued, calling yeah. uh, the protesters thugs and saying that the shooting would start as soon as the looting did. Mm. Indeed. Um, but what was interesting in all, all of this, he did end up uh, expressing his sympathies for the family. Uh, he did. Yeah. And it, I, I think at some point he said it was wrong, what happened. Uh, yes. Not in so many words, I think. No. I don't I'm trying to remember recall. the exact quote. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to look that up and I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. But, um, but, yes. but he showed, yeah, he did express his sympathies and he, and he, and he did say that it was awful. Uh, but I think, um, of course, that's completely, I I can't help but tell myself that he's just saying that because, you know, half the country is on fire. Well, um, yeah, either right or, yeah, I can't, I, you know, I can't begin to, begin to fathom his motivations. <laughs> I do know he, he, sure, <laughs> he sure as shit isn't trying to calm things down now, right? Uh, yeah. He knows yeah. he can make good politics out of this. He knows exactly. he can stoke the right-wing base and many centrist, quote-unquote, law and order voters uh, with these sorts of appeals. Um, he will there gain nothing go. electorally by being a peacemaker. I was, I was shocked to see that online uh, people were very eager to make this a partisan issue. Uh, arguing well, about whether or no, I mean the whole the the whole event, whether or not the governor was left or right wing, whether or not Trump should mm-hmm. be blamed or the governor, whereas it's just a horrible human tragedy 
right? I'm, 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 you'll have to explain this to me. Why is everybody so eager to make a partisan thing out of this? Yeah, well, racial and police politics have been partisan for ever. Um, I mean, the police tend to be right-wing sorts of people, so they've tended to identify with conservative and right-wing parties. And in this case, it's the Republicans, and it has been for decades, although it wasn't always as clear-cut as that. And of course, uh, black voters came over to the Democrats after the civil rights movement in the 60s uh, and have gotten way more understanding and traction uh, for their politics like Black Lives mm. Matter and institutional racism and those kinds of issues in the Democratic Party, whereas the Republicans don't give a shit. So right. um, okay. it's, yeah. it's extremely partisan. Uh, and, you know, the slogans have gotten thrown around So in recent years. So Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter for police. Oh, so Blue okay. Lives and All yeah. Lives are Republican, and Black Lives have tended to be with Democrats. Uh, so it is. It's, it's just inherently partisan. You would hope it wouldn't be. Yeah, I, 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 you'd hope that you could just uh, find that repulsive and disagree with things of the way things have been handled without necessarily having to identify with any of the political camps, right? It's right. really weird. It strikes me as very strange. I'm not sure why politics seems to be interwoven even with the respect of human values. It's completely yeah. weird to me. It's completely foreign to me. Really? This is completely yeah. foreign to you? Because Paris yes. has had its own troubles, with minority communities and, and policing. Mm. Um, uh, you know, I don't know about the Netherlands, maybe, necessarily, but, uh, you know, this kind of racism is not completely only in the United States. Oh, no, I get the racism. <laughs> I mean, that's, okay, that part that's you're not questioning. No, 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 that's universal, right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Just to, to write in the, after, in, in the aftermath of such a horrible tragedy, to see very intense debates online about whether or not this is a Democratic or a Republican problem just strikes me as completely weird. Um, hmm. I, I'm, yeah. So, yeah, that's foreign to me. But, yeah, no, the, sure, the human, the human tragedy uh, is, uh, is, is universal, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, you know, none of that partisan uh, stuff surprises me least bit. It just, at the same time, makes me sad. Because, yes, absolutely, yeah. it should not be an issue. It's like, hang on, just watch that video. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Police should not do that. I, I hear it's bad to kill people randomly, right? Or not so randomly, as appears to be the case in the U.S. Uh, yeah. Well, we've got our mix. We have both. We don't discriminate. We have random right, killing. Right, and, right. Yeah. And yeah. you have also... And then institutional I, I killing. Yeah, so, yeah, of course, yeah. Well, I'm just glad that that poor woman in the in Central Park uh, was walking her dog, didn't decide to kill that <laughs> African-American man that asked her yes. politely to put on her mask, right? God, how quaint this story seems uh, or at this Socially point. distanced? Um, what was she doing? She was either not wearing a mask or getting too close. Or, oh, no, she had it, the dog. Uh, she, she forgot to put the dog on a leash, right? Forgot? Which she then, or she then off. proceeded yeah. to do and choke the dog with it. I yes, the video. Correctly. If you haven't seen this viral video, I guess he's a avid bird watcher. He was in Central Park. Right. She had the dog off the leash. It's clearly designated that you have to have your dog on the leash. For whatever reason, he decided to say something, and uh, she flipped. And her way of flipping was, "I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to call." And he's filming her saying, "I'm going to call, call the cops. The cops. I'm going to call the cops." Gonna... 
And then and she I'm, does. <laughs> and then she tells them that that a, a black man is threatening her life. Yes. <laughs> While he's filming it. Whereas that is a threat to his... That is actually oh, a threat, right? Absolutely. Because yes, look is. what happens to black people in the U.S. Correct. If you get stopped by yeah. the police. Yeah. Right? And look what doesn't happen to white people. So we have all of those images out of Michigan from, what, two, three, four weeks back against the closures. Mm. There were non-masked, gun-toting white guys right in right. the face of police officers screaming. And they had basically they, they they had automated rifles, right? They had gear, Some, yeah. war gear, basically, right? Yeah. They had yeah, yeah, big yeah. ass guns. Yeah. They were carrying guns. Yeah, <laughs> and they just yes, they walked were. into a government building <laughs> with loaded weapons, That's, all of which is legal. Those are to be clear. fine individuals, right? What did Trump say about that? That they were they were just angry citizens. They were upset. Yeah, there's good but we should respect their right to protest, right? Yeah. Right. You know, this is, and I, you know, look, I'm familiar enough with the conservative viewpoint, um, some of which I think is shared with family and friends back in the U.S., that uh, this is not so clear cut. Like, there are many, many Americans who cannot get on board with the notion that uh, blacks have a raw deal in the American system. And I, I just, I, 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 I just wonder at that. I, I just wonder at that because you just do not have these kinds of deaths happening at the hands of police on a more or less routine routine basis with white people. You just show me don't. the statistics. Show me the and statistics. A, right. Show me the oh, videos yeah, yeah. of of like white people randomly. Getting, how many? Do you know of any white person who has ever been told that they fit the description? <laughs> right. Well, of a white you supremacist. Fit the description of a of a five foot seven white guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, but if you're a sure, if you're a skinhead, tatted up, you you might fit the example of a white supremacist neo-Nazi. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah that I, I can there, understand. I hear there's still people spelling America with triple K, right? It's still a thing. Yeah. Right. No, it's it's just ugly. It's it's not anything that we have ever been able to resolve. And look, let's be honest, it does not help. That buildings start burning. No. That stores start getting looted. Uh, and I've read some stuff online. Like even the governor was saying, oh, these are outside agitators, outside agitators. Now, there's no evidence yet how many of these people are outside agitators. But I've got to tell you, I have been very tangentially involved, I would say, not too active in protest movements back in Illinois. And I know from doing that kind of work that there are, and it tends to be generally young men who right. just want to bash the yeah, pigs' heads in, right? They just want to just fuck people up, right? And I've had to like be in meetings where I talk them down. And I say, look, this is not WWE, right? This is a chess match. We got to have a strategy. We got to have a plan. Right. They're not interested in that. It's just we just have to blow it all up. And those kinds of people get attracted to these protests, Right. Right. So right, then you right. end up with violence that you might not otherwise see from the actual people who are trying to protest, and then the looting. Just come on. Yeah, really? that's, that's that's inexcusable. No. Obviously, right? I mean, the rioting, the rioting, the looting, the setting things on fire. That all of those things are inexcusable. Uh, but they are they are happening now in a time when there is enormous entrenched inequality, 
when certain parts of the population, right, and and certain ethnic groups are suffering more than others from COVID-19, suffering both in terms of health and in terms of economics. Uh, and then this happens. I mean, come on. And then they and then they arrest the CNN crew, like on live <laughs> television. The, it was also black, right? The black reporter, right? Uh, he was dark. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. I don't know if his specific ethnicity was black or not, but all right. But you know, crazy, not right? White. He, he yeah. wasn't. Yeah, crazy. Like all of that in one week. Yeah. I think this would be the yeah. perfect opportunity to to criticize China. On how, uh, <laughs> on how, or Twitter, uh, right. enormously what, what, undemocratic what their society is, and how people yeah. there live in. I mean, come on, it's uh, yeah, you know. But um, but the but America has always worn its uh, racial um, <laughs> tension right flat out in the open for everybody to see. Right, nothing yeah. hidden. Um, man, we always. We just can't solve this problem. Is there an example of a country that has solved this? Mm, solved it? <laughs> solved well, racism I don't know. altogether? What's the way? No, you can't fix racism. Know. That's ridiculous. You, you can't fix racism. But can you somehow address discrimination? Uh, I don't know, man. It just well, those two are forever. tied together, right? Forever. In group, out group. How are you gonna? How are you gonna solve in group, out group distinctions? Um, I have some friends who are from the Dutch islands, uh, so they're they're black. And what's mm. interesting, like in their community, there is there is there is racism depending on how black you are. Mm. So it. It, yeah, it, it goes very, very far, right? It's the same like uh, among some Chinese. That's pretty uh, well documented in Chinese US populations, circles. right? If you're Han Chinese or if you're right. Oh yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. that just goes that that runs very deep. People will always find a way to distinguish themselves from the other, and to just hate them, right? There's no, yeah. I don't think there's any any intrinsic solution to that. Well, I think it's uh, yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. I'm just. Trying to think of successful, it's like like implementations. You know, I, I gotta say, so I don't know. Maybe I'm going out on a limb. I don't think so. Yeah. But Singapore has been pretty successful, but it does it by a lot of policy interventions. Well, well, right? what's interesting? Well, I think Singapore. Yeah, exactly. I think Singapore is successful because um, I'm looking for a way to put this uh, so that we can keep it on tape. Um, yeah, because we have to be careful about this. Singapore is yeah. very sensitive to this. So I think I think that there is still this same neuroticism of small differences, or this in-group, out-group distinction, as it exists everywhere else. Right? It just doesn't express yes. itself in um, in institutional racism or in uh, very heightened social tensions that build up into <coughs> external aggressions. That's the sort of thing that is not tolerated here. Yeah. Uh, which I think is is very is very good, and 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 I think by and far Singapore is the best example I've seen of a multicultural society that where different ethnic groups live in peace. Yeah, even though they I might make jokes, agree. right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, and the tensions are still there, and those come out. See, this is the two policy interventions that I see in a Singaporean context is they do not permit stoking of racial and religious tensions. Like, right. that's against the law. And it's and really, not really not tolerated, by the way. That's not, right. it's, it's not theoretically against the law. <laughs> like you're really and in housing, trouble. they require the different communities to live near one another. So that's interesting, right? What they do here in housing is that they, the HDBs, which is basically the social housing, which to, uh, which is available to Singaporean citizens and permanent residents. I, if I'm not mistaken, the they attribute uh, housing as a di- like based on race. So. And they have uh, an occupation that's representative of the percentages of the of the community. I think so. And like, if there's a hundred people, like if there's a hundred apartments, one of them will go to a white person, right? Like seventy percent of them will go to Chinese people. So they, they so they maintain the same uh, racial distribution, ethnical distribution, as you would see it in the rest of society, which is which at first glance can be shocking if you if you talk about it to a westerner right they would, oh they would ask right. you your race right how how dare they but that means that you're always exposed to other ethnicities no matter where you are right there's no ghettos ghettos right. don't exist here right whereas everywhere else people tend to live in ghettos in paris that's the case right there's very strong uh, black communities in certain neighborhoods in amsterdam that's the case there's I mean, it's just ghettos everywhere, right? People, for whatever yeah. economic reason, social reason, they band together and they form ghettos. They form ethnic groups that where others are not allowed in, right? Or where others well, do not feel comfortable. Or not sure what the what the reasons are, but it just it, it happens time and time again, and 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 the outcome is never good. Right. And that's my understanding of the policy, too, is that they try to maintain the same balance uh, in your neighbors as exists in society to foster that kind of understanding. Um, And, you know, in the U.S., whether it's on purpose or not, I mean, famously in the U.S., there was redlining. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. No, what's that? But essentially redlining was there was uh, a certain area within which the system of realtors and and mortgages and all this sort of thing were would permit black people to shop Mm. and outside of that no uh and it was an informal system that absolutely was rock solid and uh kept black people in certain parts of town uh and of course there were a series of lawsuits and cases and things that eventually did away with those practices as best they can um but absolutely these the let's put it this way the exact opposite policy <laughs> solutions were right. implemented in the US right uh and of course we have no limitations on speech so you can spew any bigoted thing you want um yeah and our cities burn right so you know <laughs> there's well, 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 well you know that the fire's nice i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, keeps you warm, but it's summer. Is there a silver you know, lining this to is, this? Here's an interesting point of language that I thought, just um, that I always think about in these situations. Yeah. Riots, uprisings, protests, uh, insurrections. Like, yeah. what are these, right? The negative is riots. The positive is uprising. Um, 
you know, language matters a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I go back to an example in the U.S. in Ferguson, Missouri, where uh, um, uh, someone was killed by a police officer, and the circumstances weren't clear. Uh, white officer, black victim. And as it turns out, the way this city worked is they heavily, heavily, heavily ticketed and harassed the black oh. community because it was a major revenue generator. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, come on. That's also. <laughs> now, that's an uprising. When you protest uprising. against that, yeah, that's, that's an uprising. uprising. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there are these quotas, right, in police forces right. in many places that just don't, that just will never allow for crime to go to zero. <laughs> yes. Right? It, right? Like, think about it, right? If you're, if, if you have Everyone would to, go broke. If you're a cop in a community and there happens to be no crime that week, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. So what do you do, right? Yeah. You got to make those arrests. Got to find somebody. Yeah. Who are you going to find? Some rich white guy? Yeah, exactly. That would be suspicious, right? That doesn't fit the, <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't fit the statistics. Right. Right. Or the profiles. Right. And what are you going to do with them? You're going you're gonna to put that rich white guy in a for-profit prison system where most people are black? That's weird, right, by the way? <laughs> what a strange Wait, coincidence. which part's weird? Putting a white person <laughs> well, in that of, situation? All of, or? all of it, right? <laughs> for-profit prisons. Yeah. I mean. Oh, for-profit prisons. Oh, my God. Well, you're probably aware of system. famous cases in the U.S. where judges were essentially on the take and oh yeah sentencing yeah yeah, yeah. Um, should we change this people. into like a true crime kind of podcast just about u.s inequality because <laughs> yeah. i feel that's like all we talk about yeah. these things it's horrible shit but is it is it inequality right so usually that's economics okay so would economic equality mm. eliminate all of this no no, this. I think this goes deeper. I think this. Right. Yeah, this I think is this runs deeper. An inherent racism, um, which some people are prone to act on, and other people don't feel it. The reason right. I say that is because how do you how do you change this? How do you really crack down on police forces to fix these disparities in statistics? And I've 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 heard this from friends where they've said, well, you know, all the crime is in the black areas, right. <laughs> Yes, because yes. that's where they're policing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So it's very difficult to talk through these issues and make progress. Yeah, it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. Very, very difficult. Yeah, it's very, very... Um, the acid test for me has always been a very straightforward question, that if you were living in the United States and you had the choice to be white or black, what would you choose? Right. And... This is generally something I would ask of a white person. Um, and if they're honest with you, they know who's on the top and who's on the bottom. And and that ain't right. That ain't right. Well said. Well said. It's not right. Well, <clears throat> let's see. The country's blowing up. Um, oh, you know, uh, in, we're going to make this the, the America episode. Um, sure. 100,000 plus dead. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have some distractions from that. Do we get to celebrate, or is uh, is it sad know. or happy? I don't remember. How, what was it? Yeah. Kind. Well, it's dead people, so I guess oh. it's sad. Yeah, but you are number one. Yeah, number so one. That's good. But are we number one? 
See, here's the thing. You know, this number got thrown around. 100,000 people have died of COVID-19 in the U.S. But here I go, pulling up a web page, pulling up uh, worldometers.info mm. and doing a little sort. And I know their data can be questionable in some spots, but yeah, deaths per million population. Uh, let me just take the big countries here. Belgium, 816. Spain, yeah. 580. UK, 566. Uh, Sweden, 435. USA is number 12. Number 12. So, number okay. 12. So you got to work harder on it. It's not, it's not good enough, Bill. <laughs> well, on, I just get think things together. need context. Look, I'm not proud of that record, and I think thousands no, of No, but you have, to, you have to reply. You, you have to compare on a, on a per capita basis. I agree. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just me. So the U.S. Right? is still not the worst off country in the world. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Adjusted for population. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a record to be proud of, but also still not the worst. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But you know, we, you know, we've got time. Yeah, you so. can make it. <laughs> you, can, you can still make it, man. I believe <laughs> I mean, in you. Come on, we're trying just, real hard. Just vote in Trump for another four we're, four more years, and you're there good. You go. You're going to make it easily, easily. Wow. <laughs> Imagine Trump unleashed. Imagine him unleashed. Well, he's already unleashed. Are you kidding me? This is the thing. I feel he like he couldn't get reelected, so there would be like zero reason to be ingratiating to anybody whatsoever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I feel like since the whole impeachment thing, he's been on a real, <laughs> he's been on a real, <laughs> been on a real tear. Bender there, yeah. Like he feels invincible. Yeah. I, f I think. So, well, just this, so he he jumped out of the WHO. Uh, yeah, so he, he gave that to China. Great job, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. That should do well for you guys in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. Better practice just, your kowtowing kind of thing. He just gave it to China. Is that a racist thing to say, <laughs> to use kowtow? I don't know. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard It's hard to keep track these days. Although Boris really Johnson is. did turn on uh, Huawei. Uh, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're looking uh, to find an alternative, uh, alternative uh, to, to Huawei. Although they were seriously pro oh, Huawei, he, he turned it down before. Oh, Corona. I missed that. Yeah, they're looking. Uh, they're looking for a, for a G seven alternative. I think. Um, oh. So that's interesting, right? Well, that's Europe yeah. trying to reclaim some uh, agency, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because the concern here is that Huawei is the leading manufacturer of five G cellular technology right now which right yeah. apparently is going to revolutionize your mobile experience because the data rates are off the hook right but the u.s has been leading this charge that in fact huawei is just an arm of the chinese government and there's all kinds of security risks and has been putting a lot of pressure on europe to ditch huawei in favor of duh who who else yes <laughs> the other yeah. well that's the problem right who else right yeah that's sort of the problem right there. I mean, right, like <laughs> right. So yeah. it, it's not at all clear where that's going to end up. But uh, Europe is very much in the middle between the U.S. saying don't use it at all and yeah, China yeah, saying, yeah. but we've got good stuff. And of course, um, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. We would prefer our own <laughs> technology, right? We're pretty yes. uh, overall pretty pro-European uh, in general, I find. You know, like, yeah, why uh, don't you do that? Yeah, but I, I hear it's not easy <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to, to just go I mean, and just get busy with China. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
5G. Yeah, it's like that's, that's I don't know. People brush over that like it's nothing, right? Why right. don't you just use your own? Well, well because we don't have it. <laughs> All right. Yes. Because <laughs> it's oh, hard. It's hard, dude. It's very <laughs> difficult. It's like, oh god. Oh yeah. yeah. Why don't you just do it? Uh, you just do it. You give all your money to the evil Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're trailing off from an America Sorry. theme here, so I'll bring it back to the first uh, launch of people from American soil into space with SpaceX, a successful launch. Wow! Did you of, see uh, the spacesuits? They look oh, like Star Trek. To wow! Me. Amazing. Amazing, like yeah. so cool. The spacesuits, just the shots of the astronauts going towards the shuttle. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's cool. That's that's it's the cool. most impressive innovation <laughs> coming Elon out Musk of SpaceX. Is the spacesuits? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, you know the little. I was reading about it. Apparently, it's supposed to be fully automated mm -mm. and connect with the International Space Station. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty fully awesome. automated mm -hmm. to take off. Go into orbit. Awesome. Have you seen those? Have you seen wow. those launches and landings that they're doing now? Uh, that just pretty routinely, you you would see the rocket just take off, and then ten minutes later, it would set down again. Just it's extraordinary. Up and down, up and down. It is amazing. It is magic. And apparently, when you see on it, a it looks floating like surface, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see it, I, I swear to God, look this up, people. It looks like magic. It looks like science fiction. It's really, really cool. Yeah, it looks faked. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks faked. Yeah. It is yeah. faked. Look yeah. into it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the moon landing people. You yep. heard it here first. Right, exactly. And Epstein killed himself because he was unhappy and depressed. <laughs> this is our official <laughs> yes. stance on this issue. <laughs> yep, yep. By the way, yeah, there's we a have cool to lay Netflix down. documentary that you should check out on Epstein. What's this? The, there's a Netflix documentary on, uh, on Epstein. Oh. Uh, I've just started watching. It's really, yeah, it's pretty horrendous. But uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone should watch how it. How could it not be? Yeah, yeah, how could it not be? Mm. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Right. Oh. Yuck. Well, at least Trump, we've got those, you know, shots of Trump with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, those, those show up pretty early in the first episode. <laughs> oh, do they? <laughs> yeah, like first five minutes. <laughs> like big got it. Yeah. Got it. So, yeah. Do you think we'll ever find the missing uh, CCTV uh, footage of um, apparently it got deleted uh, showing his just cell happens. or the entry It just happens, his, Bill. Uh, it just happens. Stuff gets, you know, lost. It's huh. Routinely, it's normal. Don't worry about it. So it's, it's like rockets landing on their own. This is just a routine thing. Yeah, it just happens. Come on, happens all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> he was unhappy. He was unhappy. He was a very unhappy individual. Yeah. Because of all the money. Understandable when you get caught for multiple heinous crimes. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, should we wrap up for this Let's week? Let's wrap up, man. Let's do it. All right. You know, before we get to some other good news, I want to play uh, a little something that I thought was was good news so let's try this i'm just gonna tell you we want to be with y'all for real so i took my helmet off and laid the batons down i want to make this a parade not a protest you got little ones here you got dogs so what's up so listen i'm just telling you these cops love you that cop over there hugs people so you tell us what you need to do Walk with us! Walk with us! Walk with us! Walk with us! 
That was the sheriff of Genesee County, Michigan, addressing protesters uh, among the protests that are going on right now. And you heard what he said. He took off his uh, helmet. He put down the batons. He said, what do you want to do? People said, walk with us on our protest. And he did. Wow. And then he hucked people against their will? Was What? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on. I hug people. All right. (laughs) Well, that was the other guy. Which apparently just... Wear your mask. Social distance, everybody. Don't go out hugging people. Don't do Well, that's true. I'm not sure how much social distancing there was going on. But at least we can have, you know, understanding and peace between police and the people that they do police. Not anyway, ever. that was my thought there. Well, you got any uh, good news? I've only on got the, one uh, one American, slightly American piece of good news to share to end this episode. That is, I'm reading this from the Good News Network on Twitter, that a feisty 103-year-old grandma celebrates COVID recovery by drinking an ice-cold Bud Light. Nice. <laughs> that is every bit American. Not a beer. Just saying Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Please remember to subscribe if you uh, are listening here. Also, check out the Foreign Influence Dispatch uh, links in the show notes. Uh, We'll have other links in the show notes as well. Uh, Really appreciate your listening and uh, stay safe out there. Stay safe and talk soon.